Good evening. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish here at St. Mary of the Mount Church as we celebrate the baptism of the Lord. A special welcome to those visiting with us. Please know you are always welcome here. In order to continue to protect and care for one another, please be sure that you maintain some physical distancing while in the church space and that you continue to wear your mask over both your mouth and your nose. And we ask that if you do any visiting, that you do that outside following the mass. Assisting us today, our elector is Deb Borowski. Serving as your musician, my name is Thomas Conroy. And our presider is Father Michael. Please rise as you are able. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Welcome again, everyone, gathering together as God's people, and this uh, is a very transitional celebration and feast, celebrating the feast of the baptism of the Lord, the solemnity of the baptism of the Lord. This is the end of the Christmas season and the transition into at least several weeks of ordinary time, and these actually this weekend as well as next weekend are also within our parish community to be transitional celebrations between our former parish communities, and of course, as Tom proclaimed at the beginning, our new parish community, now Mary, Queen of Peace. And to do so, we're going to do just a couple of rites to help us to transition, including an extended penitential rite. As we recall Jesus' baptism in the waters of the Jordan, we also recall the waters of our own baptism, and we desire to hear the words within our minds and hearts. You are my beloved daughters and sons, and with you I am well pleased. 
Jesus, you've called us to be your disciples, and we confess that very often we allow hurts that we've experienced, even in the church, to impede us from the fullness of living our call of following you as disciples. To each of these invocations, please respond, Lord, have mercy. Jesus, free us from the hurt, from the closing of many churches and parishes, causing us to move from one to another, we pray. Lord, Lord, have mercy. Jesus, free us from the hurt of closing schools and the diminishment of Catholic education, we pray. Lord, have mercy. Jesus, free us from the hurt of being unwelcomed or accepted within communities, we pray. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, free us from the hurt of not using our gifts and talents and not being recognized within our community, we pray. Lord, Lord, have mercy. Jesus, free us from the hurts of judging and being judged without compassion, we pray. Lord, Lord, have have mercy. Jesus, free us from the hurt experienced when pastoral needs are not met by clergy and staff and ministers, we pray. Lord, have mercy. Jesus, free us from the hurt experienced when diocesan decisions are made without hearing our needs or desires, we pray. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, free us from the hurt experienced from sexual abuse and scandal within the church, which causes shame and embarrassment, we pray. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, free us from the hurt that comes from our inability to listen to one another across the aisle, we pray. Lord, have mercy. Jesus, anoint us with the oil of forgiveness and healing. Send forth your Spirit so that we will daily live the gospel in words and in actions and fulfill the promises of our community and parish covenant. May we be witnesses to your healing presence, for without you, for with you, we can live in and bring about the kingdom now. Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who when Christ was baptized in the river Jordan, and as the Holy Spirit descended upon him, solemnly declared him your beloved Son, grant that we, your children, by adoption, reborn of water and the Holy Spirit, may always be well-pleasing to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let us be attentive to God's word. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one with whom I am pleased, upon whom I have put my spirit. He shall bring forth justice to the nations, not crying out, not shouting, not making his voice heard in the street. A bruised reed he shall not break, and a smoldering wick he shall not quench, until he establishes justice on the earth. The coastlands will wait for his teaching. I, the Lord, have called you for the victory of justice. I have grasped you by the hand. I formed you and set you as a covenant of the people a light for the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, to bring out prisoners from confinement, 
and from the dungeon, those who live in darkness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 29. The Lord will bless his people with peace. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Give to the Lord, you sons of God. Give to the Lord glory and praise. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Adore the Lord in holy attire. The Lord will bless his people with peace. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The Lord over the vast waters. The voice of the Lord is mighty. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The Lord will bless his people with peace. The God of glory thunders, and in his temple all say glory. The Lord is enthroned above the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever. The Lord will bless his people with peace. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter proceeded to speak to those gathered in the house of Cornelius, saying, In truth, I see that God shows no partiality. Rather, in every nation, whoever fears him and acts uprightly is acceptable to him. You know the word that he sent to the Israelites as he proclaimed peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. What has happened all over Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. He went about doing good and healing all those oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. The word of the Lord. was heard. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Alleluia. 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 The Lord be with you. This is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. 
This is what John the Baptist proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. It happened in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized in the Jordan by John. On coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn open and the Spirit, like a dove, descending upon him. And a voice came from the heavens, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A friend of mine sent me uh, a saying via text message this past week, and it read something like this. I'm canceling my subscription to 2021. I've had my free 10-day trial and I'm unsatisfied. <laughs> I thought, yep, <laughs> yep. You know, we were all looking so forward to that number one, right? And what a week this has been. Um, certainly, uh, we just began the new parish community, Mary Queen of Peace, officially it began on Monday. And so if you want to uh, get the staff and ministry leaders riled up in a parish community, you know what you do? You change their email address and log in to everything that's digital, right? And it just, uh, so that was just one of the, the, the maddening things among other things. Tom still hasn't changed his, so. <laughs> and of course, you know, we witnessed the, the mayhem in our capital, the assault on the capital uh, this week. And certainly, um, kind of a culmination of many, many things, at least a year. Certainly, underlying uh, tensions, tensions of race, tensions within parties. Um, certainly, too, uh, has been exacerbated by echo chambers of social media, our inability to really listen with compassion and heart and openness to one another, and certainly too, I think has been exacerbated by the failure of leadership. And I say that about government leaders, I say that about church leaders, who've not only sometimes failed to speak out of the truth, but have also sometimes encouraged and inflamed. What a week it has been. And so yes, I'd like to chancel my subscription to 2021. Yeah. In the midst of that, we celebrate this transitional feast and in some ways the wisdom of the parish pastoral council. They wanted this weekend and next weekend to be, uh, include rites within the celebration of liturgies moving towards kind of an inaugural celebration that we'd be doing on 
January 23rd and 24th with, in conjunction with the celebration of actually the feast of Mary, Queen of Peace, our, our new patron name and, and saint of our parish communities. Um, so, so these two weekends were supposed to be weekends that were supposed to acknowledge a sense of loss and yet at the same time to express hope, grief and, and possibility, uh, anticipation um, and... Uh, knowing that we're leaving something behind at the same time. So they were supposed to be kind of transitional feasts. And really, I mean, that's what we're doing as we move into the new year. That's what we're doing as we become a, a new parish. And certainly, uh, that's what's happening in the context of our, of our whole nation right now. And so it's the, it's the mourning and it's the celebration. It's the looking at possibility at the same time, too, experiencing a sense of loss. And so we get to celebrate and think and pray and bring this all to the Lord. What better way to do that too than in some ways a reflection upon baptism. Today we celebrate the baptism of the Lord and as we celebrate the baptism of the Lord, this movement from the Christmas season and an understanding of the incarnation, the very presence of the grace and the power, the mercy, the truth and the justice of God coming together in our very humanity and celebrating that in the context of family and the Holy Family and Mary Mother of God and an epiphany to all nations and all peoples and now coming finally to this transitional feast of the baptism of the Lord, well, Jesus actually is baptized and then soon after will begin his public ministry, the action of grace, of incarnation in the midst of the world. And so we celebrate this and celebrate not only Christ's baptism, but get an opportunity to reflect upon our own baptism and the powerful meaning that means for you, for I, as we are people of transition. Now, just a scriptural context here for just a minute or two. So we hear uh, in, of course, Jesus being baptized in the Jordan by John, and we're in Mark's gospel. Remember, we are actually all year long except for special celebrations of feasts. I'm going to be hearing from Mark's gospel. That's this cycle, cycle B. And so uh, we're, we're really hearing that perspective and journeying with Jesus and one another in, in, in and through uh, Mark. And so just a context, a historical context, and then a little bit about Mark's context of Jesus being baptized. First of all, historical context. Uh, baptism in John the Baptist, or for John the Baptist, was very much connected to the Jewish rites of purification, Jewish rites of um, preparation, if you would, for entering into places that were holy, special times and places, and so it's the Jewish purity and purification sort of rituals. And so if there would be a great feast or ritual meal that they'd celebrate, they would go through purification acts prior to that before entering the temple area or a place of great prayer. They would do purification rituals. And so Jesus, um, oh, excuse me, John the Baptist, as he is baptizing, notice the difference between John's baptism and the connection to the ritual Jewish tradition of kind of baptism and purity rites and what Jesus and who Jesus is. And, and John the Baptist speaks it himself. He says, I am baptizing with water. But there is one who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. John's baptism is a, is a baptism of leaving something behind. Repent, 
believe in the good news and the gospel. It's being cleaned and pure and, and leaving something so that you can be maybe the best of yourself, right? There's a sense of leaving something off, your sin, your patterns of sinfulness. That's John's baptism. I'm baptizing with water and for repentance. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The baptism that Jesus does and is and that we proclaim as a Catholic and a Christian church is a baptism not just of leaving something behind or being cleansed of something, but it's also something radically more that is added and new. That's the baptism into the Holy Spirit or baptized with the Holy Spirit. We as God's people in celebration of Christ and his baptism are not just leaving, we're getting. <laughs> we're, we're adding to ourselves or, or taking on a whole new dimension, if you will. Now Mark's gospel, here's something unique about Mark's gospel. Mark's gospel actually in the baptism of Jesus has the voice of God as the heavens are rent the skies are rent open. Notice what the voice says. In the other gospel passages, that voice is spoken to the people. In Mark's gospel, it is spoken to Jesus himself. You are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. And actually, Mark was actually considered one of the first probably the first of the Gospels written by most scholars. And so it was the early Christian community. They didn't have a development of an understanding, probably a baptism, or maybe even Jesus himself, as we do theologically today, that has been developed over years and years and hundreds of years, especially in the early church. And so in Mark's Gospel, a lot of the theologians, scripture theologians, say that they probably thought that Jesus actually, at that very moment at his baptism, actually becomes the Messiah or the Christ or the anointed of God. And so this is actually a huge change for Jesus. Now, I'm going to take that back for just a moment. We kind of think a bit differently theologically about that now, but I'm talking about that early Christian community who probably think that that was the moment. It also speaks about how profound maybe the moment of baptism is for you and I. And that there's something radically new that is supposed to be happening in the gift of baptism. We as baptized Christians not only are supposed to leave sin behind, but we receive so much. The grace of God, a relationship within in God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit we become parts of the very body of Christ, that body of Christ that we are inserted into within baptism so that there is no longer, as Paul would say, Greek or Jew, slave or free, male or female, and of course, we can add, add many things to that litany as well, right? And so, so we are profoundly united and inserted into this unified body of Christ. In baptism, we receive the uh, gift of, it's called we become priest, prophet, and king. Uh, in, in baptism, we, we are become part of the, the, what we call the Paschal Mystery, where self-giving life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so we, in baptism, receive gifts of spirit and relationship that are not just for us, 
but that are for others and for the community and for the kingdom of God. Leaving behind, certainly, but the baptism of Jesus is something beautifully new added to. And isn't that what we are doing? Call it for a new year, new parish community. You know, it's interesting that, um, just a quick little aside, um, baptism rite is hugely a part of the funeral rite. As a matter of fact, it's the first thing we do. When a casket is brought forth, brought into the church, you actually recall the rites of baptism where you use a sprinkling with water and you cover or drape casket and or, um, or urn with a white garment. And, and, it's, and you say, in the waters of baptism, died with Christ and rose to new life, may you now share in eternal glory. And in this white garment, see the outward sign of your Christian dignity. Bring that dignity unstained into the everlasting life of heaven. So, so at the very end of something, we say it's not the end. We say that there's something radically new happening and a new beginning. We as a parish community are leaving something behind. There is a sense of loss. There's a sense of leaving patterns that used to be uh, even names, right? St. Mary of the Mount Parish. Prince of Peace Parish, and we're becoming something new. That's what's happening with us as God's people, and it's reflected in who we are and who we're called to be in the very sacrament that begins our Christian life within one another and within in the church, and of course, that is the sacrament of baptism. May the grace of our baptism pour into our lives, our hearts, our community, the power of God's spirit, God's grace, God's unity, God's life and vibrancy, God's peace. Please respond, Christ be our light. Mary, Queen of Peace, unify us as we worship together in our newly named parish community. We pray, Christ be our light. For healing in our parish community, that the Holy Spirit transform our hearts and minds so we may be one in serving and praising God. We pray, Christ be our light. For our nation and world struggling under the weight of COVID, that God's healing love touch us, relieve our suffering, and restore our communities to health. We pray, Christ be our light. For the healing of our nation, especially in light of this week's violence at the Capitol, for truth, justice, and peace. For the members of the House and Senate, for our outgoing and incoming president and vice president, we pray, Christ be our light. For the church, born of the waters of baptism, Inspire us to live the new life you have given us through your birth, we pray. Christ be our light. We remember all parishioners and friends on our prayer list as we ask God to ease their pain and suffering, we pray. Christ be our light. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Cynthia A. Donovan, 
Edward W. Urkel, Dolores R. Moore, and Anthony Kenny Parrish. May they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Christ be our light. We remember today Sis Miller and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray. And our prayer for unity. We raise our voices to the most blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, and to her most glorious son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit. In your name we pray, amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray for the kingdom and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from you. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours. You said to your apostles and to us, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you. We turn and offer to each other some sign of Christ's peace. Just a couple of parish announcements. Once again, uh, the Parish Pastoral Council, of course, is making this a month of meaningful celebrations this week and next week, uh, rites of transition and healing, and then the celebration, the inauguration liturgy of our new community will be the 23rd, 24th of January. In today's bulletin, as well as on the website, we're asking parishioners to share memories of their former parishes and churches. You can share part of your memory or a faith or an experience, uh, good memories. See the bulletin as well as our website for details. We continue to appreciate everyone's cooperation in following the safety measures as they leave church. Please, again, continue the distancing that is necessary when exiting the building and visiting should be done outside. And at this point in time, please leave your kneelers in the down position for focus of sanitizing. Let us stand and let us pray. Nourished with these sacred gifts, we humbly entreat your mercy, O Lord, that faithfully listening to your only begotten Son, 
we may be your children in name and in truth through Christ our Lord. We are taking leave of St. Mary of the Mount Parish, not church, but parish. And as we do so, we're just going to pause for a few moments to express uh, affection and memory of the Christian life that has happened here in this parish community. Its community, its formation, its word, its sacrament, its ministries and works of mercy, all of those things that have taken place because of this parish. But the life of this Christian community continues in a newly formed parish, Mary, Queen of Peace. May God be with us and bless us with a vibrant and inclusive parish community united in the Spirit. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish Community. All rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe and please know that we are always praying for you. Summoned by the God who made us rich in our diversity, gathered in the name of Jesus, richer still in unity. Let us bring the gifts that differ and the splendid varied ways. Sing a new church into being, one in faith and love and praise.